from the Vocal Minority College Draft, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Somebody open a window, it's cold. (laughs) Chilly college students. Mm. I dropped out of university twice, can I still be in this? As long as you wear a swimsuit. Deal. Raise your voice. And a smile. Deal off. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. uh, Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that thinks TFC needs more comedy names. Come on, work with us, people. On this week's show, we've got lots of CanCon, men's team, women's team, another draft, yes, another one. Uh, some MLS talk, specifically the league and Garber's attempts to sway public opinion to their side in bargaining with the players. Ah. And a wee wee bit of TFC talk thrown in for good measure. And now this week's panel. He is, as always, our Darlington owner. Welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Hello, yes, yes. Up ownership, down with the players, rah, rah, rah. Exactly. Um, we have you on for the other perspective, so. Yes, yes. We're all about balance here at the VMP. You're a Republican. Mm-hmm. That's offensive. Uh, purchaser of fine kits, it's Mark Hinckley. Not lately, but yeah. It was just an overall description of I mean, of, of your, I mean, of I've your... got, I've got taste. Yes, guilty. I, I guess you're right. You've got one or two kits. Been known to not recently. I'm. There was there was a there was a side chat that was going on about so somebody on Twitter had posted. Uh, I forget how many fucking kits this guy's got. 147. Fuck him. Thank you. 147 kits he's purchased in January alone. And this guy has got shipping containers, it seems like, full of fucking kits. Like, it's hoarder level absurdity. But he actually knows what, like, it's all catalogs. So he knows what the fuck. And he spent a good chunk of the summer, it seems like, or at least the nice weather, just laying them out on his lawn. And he's got multiples of the same kit. You think of a classic kit from Liverpool. Any or Spurs era. Or and he's much, got like yeah. six of them. Six? I what the fuck he's doing with them. So, so yeah. So uh, um, then this spawned a whole conversation about how, how many how many kits have, you know, we purchased this, this month and I'm at zero because I'm just patient. But uh, maybe, maybe he's like a furry. That would make that would make sense. Yeah, uh, it's totally a sex thing. A uh, quick, um, maybe this 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 is a British cultural thing that I would not fully understand. So I'm going to defer. Dogging, to um, Duncan. Yes, uh, uh, Gilliam. Dogging, Duncan. Gilliam, okay. Gilliam, Gilliam, yes. Gilliam. Um, do they have a reputation of some ill repute? Because that's what a lot of those kits were were game worns and just old Gilliam kits. Gilliam. They Nothing are, in particular I can think of. For they're them. about as want to make something up to make this joke finish. Well, they are su- <laughs> they are they are southern, so have at it. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a whole bunch of things I missed because you know, some fucking London team. Who cares? <laughs> Londonish, uh, Londonish at best. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. No, I think you, you're talking about ill repute and that sort of thing. I can always think, you know, going way back when to you know, sort of English politician David Meller. Having it was sex scandal involved him having sex in a wearing a Chelsea kit, yeah, and stockings and suspenders and what have you. Yeah, all very, uh, very alluring. Well then, mm. right. yeah. <laughs> the CEO of Two Soccer, 
when the real CEO is on vacation. Mm. Say hello to Tony Walsh. I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. Uh, as for me, I am glad that I uh, bought proper winter boots a few weeks back. So that's, that's, that's my excitement for this week. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our what? show. Good where pod. are you going? Where, where, locked, where locked down, Kristen? Where are you going and where do you need winter boots for? I am going to the grocery store for essentials. And then outrageous. I am essentially walking around the block for exercise. So I've made equally it outrageous. I actually haven't yet, but I'm going to. Mm. You know me, Doug I like Ford, to float the rules, goddammit. Doug, Doug Ford would be disappointed in you as a smokescreen for all the things he's not good. Good. He can come Super and try spread. and tell me that face to face. We'll see how that happens. We'll see how that works out. Super spreader. Make sure you hit him in the stickers. Yeah. Mm. Kristen threatening elected politicians is that, that, that can't be. Uh, I can't. That can't be good for our audience. Wait, that'll gain us followers. That can't be legal. <laughs> hey, I I'm didn't say volunteer. anything about shoving firecrackers anywhere. So you know. Mm. Right up the All right, kicking off this week's show is a whole lot of CanCon. Thank the footy gods for upcoming tournaments, for now, and camps so that we have things to talk about. <laughs> the women's national team. So with their first playing time in almost a year coming up next month at the She Believes Cup, uh, Bev Priestman announced players That's for real? preliminary camp. It is real. It is if you believe. It, it is totally. if you believe, Exactly. Uh, like the 29 player out. squad includes five uh, young players that have never been included in camp, um, which uh, of those are a couple of standouts from last year's NWSL tournament. Uh, Bianca St. George, who plays for the Chicago Red Stars. Uh, she was fantastic throughout the entire tournament, definitely one to watch. And uh, a young attacker that many have been waiting and waiting to get a call into some camp uh, by any of the coaches for the women's side. Uh, I, re- I really hope she's the daughter of a millionaire yeah. with a name with a, with a name like that. Like that sounds like currency Charles's like illegitimate <laughs> daughter. Anyway, having the two of them be included is is a big deal, um, and it's 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 very good to see some of the younger players um, get an opportunity. Uh, Vianz again is someone that lots of people uh have been sort of hoping um and uh bev priestman's already spoken pretty highly of her so that's great that's it's it's a very exciting thing um i think she's on loan right now at paris fc but she uh plays for sky blue fc in the nwsl when she's on north american soil so and it's a strong it's a strong camp uh again uh, some of these players obviously will get cut um, oh, Erin McLeod in her first camp uh, back from injury. Also very exciting. She's coming slowly to the end of, of her career, I think. But 
Um, good to see her as one of the veterans still involved. So it's a good mix um, of, you know, some really top flight veteran players and um, some really good uh, of, of uh, young players. So definitely, uh, hopefully, if the tournament goes on, it should all be broadcast. We'll tell you more as that goes on. But take a look into some of these players. There's some good articles uh, up um, in a couple different places. Uh, it's not hard to find. But definitely, um, you know, pay attention to these up and coming young players if you're not already have them on your radar. Uh, hopefully they make a good impression and we'll see some of them feature uh, at the cup. So huzzah. And the Canadian men's national team. So they just also had a camp uh, in anticipation of uh, Olympic qualifiers and World Cup qualifiers coming up in March because both are happening right on top of the other. Yay. Um, and, you know, we talked last week about how this was a, a really young camp because most of, well, none of the players from overseas made the trip back for this. And, you know, that was dual purpose. One, I don't think any of them were going to leave their clubs at this point in time. Travel's a little dicey right now, but also to give Herdman um, an opportunity to evaluate a lot of the younger players because, he's going to have to do a split squad in March because you're not going to take, you know, the same, the same team uh, to the Olympic qualifiers as you are at the world cup qualifiers. It's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And they're obviously prioritizing world cup qualifiers over the Olympics, which are going to get canceled anyway. So that makes sense. Um, but... Oh, not necessarily. Florida has offered to take over the Olympics. So this could work out really well. What? Practically well, on home turf. Florida. I'm sorry. What? Yes, Florida has put in put their name to to the hat. If Tokyo can't uh, host the Summer Olympics, they're ready to step in because when you think safe places, you think Florida. Florida. So if the IOC thinks, oh, Tokyo, that's that's um, too dangerous. Florida, that's better. Yeah, that's that's well, that's mm. the, in Florida's opinion. I don't think the IOC gave it more than uh, <laughs> a half second thought. But yeah. mm. wow, that's. That's terrifying, actually. I, I, I did not know that. I had missed that entirely. Um, so, to what you were saying, though, Chris, I mean, you think they're prioritizing World Cup over Olympics? Sure. But for this particular little thing right here, I, you know, CONCACAF qualifying Aruba, Bermuda, Cayman Islands, and Suriname. I think we can take it easy on them oh, and let boy. Davies and David go off and try to qualify for the Olympics. I think we'd be okay if we you have sure? to split up. The, See, send, the, send, send the like, good people off for the under twenty threes, and you know, and let Atiba Hutchinson and some other kids, yeah, and Jonathan Scott Osorio Yarfield and Lucas do, Cavallini and Osorio. There's still a lot of good players, Junior Hoylet, that will be in the over twenty three team. That'll be more than good enough to beat you know Aruba, Bermuda, Cayman Islands, and Suriname, and you know any. Any good young kid, send them off for the Olympics qualifying, which should be harder. Do you, do you think that uh, that that Canada under twenty three could actually beat uh, the Dutch C team, which is Suriname? I, I, mm. I don't know. I think they're, they're they're just the players that are on the verge of being poached. So like that scares me. You know, it's from Suriname, Aaron. So you know what? But like, I I, I like. I, I like what Duncan is saying. I think Duncan makes a, a really good point. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, and I think 
you know, being a Canadian soccer fan, a little gun shy regardless of who they play. Even when it's the, unless it's like St. Kitts and Nevis again. And, you know, that's... I, I would suggest Aruba and Bermuda and the Cayman Islands and probably Suriname as well are up St. Kitts and Nevis level, are they not? I haven't looked into these things much. I don't know. But... Bermuda's got a cool new badge. Mm. Mm-hmm. True, it is really nice. Got triangles. And, yeah, and, 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 well, really and, and then in, for, conversely, yeah. for the Olympic qualifiers, Canada has El Salvador, Haiti, mm-hmm. and yeah. Honduras. Uh, yes, much harder. Exactly. That's where we need the fucking air team, the air team kids at least. So like I said, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with this uh, with this idea, this, this, this take of Duncan's. I think this is actually very logical. True, I just but... don't think that... If you had to prioritize, we'll if you that. had to prioritize one of the qualifications, which one are you going to prioritize? Like, I don't mean who they're playing, but the the goal, Olympics or potential World Cup. Overall goal, World Cup, definitely. But these particular like specific rounds that they're playing right now, fucking the Olympics one is much harder. That's where we need the uh, the, the good young players. Let the good old players handle. The, the shit that they're playing against in the uh, the World Cup qualifiers. Look at Duncan wanting to compete in all competitions. Yes. Look at you go. Well, yes. and then yeah, and there's, and there's the Gold Cup allegedly later on this year. But I I like Herdman has said that their priority is the World Cup qualifiers. Um, you know, that's three largest tournaments to compete in in a fairly short amount of time. Um, and then there's also the question of when players club obligations are going to, you know, come into play and presumably at some point, you know, um, so now, and that'll make, that'll make March interesting for some players. And that'll also make June interesting for some players, depending on, you know, leagues and, and, and breaks and stuff like that. Um, hypothetically speaking though, yes, say, say, you know, on the assumption that all players are available, you can put your best team out there. Isn't there something to be said about getting that full Canadian team as full as possible, playing together, getting used to each other in preparation, even if it is a, a bit of ass poundery on the likes of Cayman Islands and stuff, but, you know, getting them ready for future matches together, getting some kind of rhythm, some kind of... There is something to be said for that, yes. Thank um, you, I rest yeah. my case. <laughs> you, can, you can add that to the to the scales of ooh, prioritize the World Cup, but I personally would still suggest that it's not enough. But you know, it's a valid argument. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's You're welcome. Especially, you know, like so, there's a there's a fair amount of pressure on the program right now as well, right? Um, to erase some memories from the last Gold Cup and uh, to capitalize on some of the current talent they have. Um, you know, there's, there's questions about whether or not Scott Arfield is going to continue to suit up uh, for international play. Not on Mondays. Um, uh, Atiba, at some point, Atiba is going to start, is going to say no. And he's just going to be like, no, seriously, guys, like I'm legitimately done. Um, I think that there's still wiggle room there i think they can still reel him back in uh this this year anyway uh but who knows so one of the things that sort of 
came up recently. One was a little clip of Jonathan Osorio uh, talking about the, the team's goals and that sort of thing. He was asked, and I've seen this mentioned a couple other times, when you look at the overall veteran talent and some of the youth talent currently in the Canadian program, referring to them as golden generation. And to Jonathan Osorio's credit, he was like, well, we haven't done anything at all. So you can't really say that. And we all agree with him quite heartily. I think that you can look at the overall talent of, of this group um, for the most part and be like, wow, this is, yeah, this is a lot of, you know, talented Canadian players who are doing very well on the world stage. Jonathan David seems to be slowly finding his scoring boots again. Alphonse Davies continues to play well. Steve Hutchinson always plays well. You know, like all these players are, for the most part, doing very well for their clubs. Um, And then some of the middle ground players did well for their clubs last season who haven't started playing again yet. But looking at this group and thinking most of this, most of this nucleus should be together moving forward as a squad for the next few years, like into this, into not just this World Cup qualifying cycle, but into the next World Cup qualifying cycle, um, into which we won't have to qualify for most of them. Exactly. Yeah, not everybody, but a good a good chunk of them, right? You know, like the majority of the team is still fairly young. Um, but so, what does if you're looking at you know and imagine your best whatever whatever you think is the best eighteen. Um, the best 20 to have going forward what does this squad have to do over the next year next two years the next five years to truly be considered canada's golden generation well the bar's not super high they have to make it to world cup and score a goal okay (laughs) that already makes them the greatest canadian team ever no yeah um i would that's probably the most of the bar that I would want. I mean, I, I would just, I would just say qualify, qualify for a world cup where you actually whoop some ass. Like when they qualified for the 86 Olympics or sorry, the 86 world cup, they didn't have to play Mexico because they were the host mm-hmm. and the U S were shit. <laughs> so a, a bit of a, a bit of a lower bar then, but now there's many, I mean, two nations far better statistically and resources and everything else but there's also a murky middle that also really wasn't there before yeah so qualify take a few you know take a few scalps while you're on the way and i will say fuck this is a team that deserves to be here this is the best this is the best canadian team i've seen you know they got wins against mexico a win and a draw against the united states to qualify like that's that's it's 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 amazing that that's what the bar for legend status but i ain't seen that before well, when only, would yeah. it's like 2026 world cup presumably canada's going to qualify because it's yeah. a host i mean what would canada have to do at the 2026 world cup for it to be right oh, this is the best ever given that they didn't actually have to do anything oh, win the fucking thing it's the obvious <laughs> <laughs> that's it there win, will be nothing again. else when, you know, get, I mean, get, get at least a point or two. I think like, maybe, remember, remember, how New, remember how New Zealand played a few couple of World Cups ago? Ah, yes, the only yeah. unbeaten team in the entire tournament. Yeah, something like that. 
but maybe score a goal. Well, I mean, that thing is, okay, to, to qualify for Qatar is a super outside chance for this team, I think, right? I mean, that a lot would have yes. to go right. So if they did that and qualified for that World Cup, yeah, you could make the argument easily because they've had this huge mountain to climb. That being said, I think it's really, you know, the odds are stacked heavily against them. So, yeah, the fact that they're going to qualify for the next one automatically, we think. Um, yeah, they, they, you know, as a co-host, you, we'd want them to put on a bit of a show, not just... I like that you, you, you still can't bring yourself to believe that they're going to qualify for 2026. Well, you never know. Be a host. Crazy shit could happen. They could, they could say, <laughs> yeah, everyone in CONCACAF's got to qualify. Well, because I, I, st- I feel like that still has not been 100% decided, although we all feel quite certain a, yeah. that it yeah. will be. Exactly. So, okay, then I have a question because everyone immediately went to World Cup, either this one or the next one in terms of how they show. Um, so no combination of throwing a, a, a good Gold Cup showing or two in there or... I, that could work. You you'd, know, have win, you'd have to win two of them. Well, there's oh, only... Well, I'm just saying. So you want to be a golden generation? If you win one of them, then you're tied with the last team that won the Gold Cup. You're, you're with Craig Forrest and Jason DeVos. Congrats. <laughs> well, that's not horrible. That's no. not too bad. I don't no, say I'm that's saying not that's a terrible place to I'm, be. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that's too bad. I'm saying that leaves you tied with them. You're not the golden generation. Well, I, I'm saying like what, in conjunction what with... Golden like, generation? Like is, 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 is some form of World Cup success enough or does it need to be bolstered by you know a win or a good showing at you know a gold cup a couple gold cups but also you know we were sort of you know except for Duncan we were sort of dismissing the Olympics a bit and um Mm -hmm. you know this is is again a realistic thing to talented talented youth side you still dismissing it in this squad but Canada has not the men's team has not been to the Olympics yeah, but isn't the Olympics in under 35 years? Isn't it, yeah. It's under 23 with a couple of exceptions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which well, that's what I'm saying. We have a lot of very talented youth. I know, players. but that's still yeah. not the, to me, that's not the, when you say your golden generation, that's your full, full men's program, right? Or your, your mm. men's or women's senior team. I don't think that's your program to but me. To me, I don't, are, I don't think these I don't guys think, are part of the senior team. Yes, but it's not the senior team playing. I'm saying when you, if you want to say, yeah, it's the greatest men's under 23 team we've ever had. Yeah, sure, maybe if they go to the Olympics and and win it, great. When you the, don't be too enthusiastic. The, 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 no, the phrase "golden generation" uh, around you know when you use that with a national team is safe for the senior team and them doing something special, being the best version of themselves. You know, lots of un, lots of lots of youth teams have done yeah. good things when their senior team has never done so. Okay, so say they win the 2021 Olympics, if those happen, and then, you know, they qualify for the 2022 World Cup. They don't do anything there, but it's pretty much more or less like the the, the bulk of the team is like that same team that won the Olympics. I mean, the, the Olympics part of it just doesn't count at all. No, no. Well, sure. But the, the World Cup makes the difference to me there, in my mm. opinion, just in my personal field of it. Mm. How the World Cup to me is the zenith of, of, of measurements. If you, you know, get to say over a five or six year period, you qualify for a World Cup, don't do anything great, or you get to the, the semi final of the Gold Cup a couple of times as well. I mean, 
does, does that do anything at all for you? I, I... Yes, like I said, the World Cup, to me, the, the, the World Cup is the zenith of measurements for this. Gotta, gotta be there once at least and do slightly better than they did in 86, which doesn't take too much. I, to me, I, I feel, I, I agree that getting to the World Cup and at least doing something well while there is, is an important marker to to measure this by but i i do feel yeah like a strong showing at a gold cup but i will i will continue to throw olympics in there because so many of the players you know a good chunk of the youth the players that are we're looking at to help lead them to the world cup to the gold cup right now are under that 23 uh year old barrier and mm-hmm. you know those are the ones that we talk about all right, we're splitting All ears with time. language here. It doesn't mean there wouldn't be a good team or the program isn't in good shape. I we're specifically talking about the the phrase "golden generation." Yeah, I think I think that's a very special term for very you know team senior programs who have done special things have had their best ever showing, and the best ever showing is that the best is the, But but uh, we but we look at like we look at the women's national team and we talk about them with the Olympics because of their. But the Olympics, you know, the, last the Olympics, Olympics for the for women team involves the full senior team, right? And, and I know that's different, and but that is something that we still look at as as a, as a marker for them. And sure, yes, they get to include uh, older players, and that is there's definitely a difference in that, and it's a weird difference, but whatever. Um, but yeah, like again, like this squad moving forward is full of youth players, right? Like this is. Right now, right this second, yes, the people who are going to help lead the way. So you've got Atiba, you've got Arfield, you've got uh, Borian, you have Jonathan Osorio, you have uh, Junior Hoylet. Like those are Samuel Piet. Those are like your vets, right? Those are your guys that are sort of constant going forward. So yes, they're obviously not going to be at the Olympics because they too old. Um, but I think that you have to look at, for me personally, it has to be some combination of the Gold Cup and the World Cup. I don't feel like, unless they somehow magically, if they magically go to the World Cup and like, you know, throw down and do something spectacular that nobody's expecting, then I will anoint them kings right there. But to me, it would have to be a good showing, you know, like something good at both in order to have, to show consistency. Fair enough. I'm not, even, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even demanding they do a hell of a lot at the World Cup. No, no, no. I'd like them to score a goal. I would love it if yeah. they would win a match. Sure. So we saved like between now and like 2030. So you've got the entirety of the 20s here. Some of those veterans you were talking about will be around for most of that. But you know, generally it's your, your Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David. This is their decade. So you know, right, maybe get to the Olympics a couple of times. Get to the Gold Cup semifinals or final, you know, here there. The only World Cup you go to is the 2026 when you automatically qualified. You didn't really do much. I mean, would that, that that's a disappointment of a decade? What do they do? What do they do at that World Cup? Yeah, not much. Participate. No, no, but yes. not, like, do they get a couple of points at least? Maybe. I mean, okay. there's going to be 48 teams. There's got to be one like kind of crappy team in there that they might well, then, do something. Well, then, 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 yes, I think that argument. Could be argument can be made i just don't think it can be made without a world cup even if it's a world cup that we've pre-qualified yeah okay but within that case with the pre-qualification they have at least have to go and do something Mm -hmm. get a draw score a couple of goals 
you know, seriously, we're talking about a really low bar here. It's true. It's very true. Um, and, you know, hey, what did England's golden generation do? Get to the quarterfinals of things well, yeah. a couple of times? Ooh. Exactly. They didn't do They shouldn't even be called that. They should have called the generation but, was in 1966. But if Canada did that back to back World Cups, that would we would like engrave sure. their names yeah. on everything, would we not? Sure. 100%. Of course. Again, different programs, different countries, different expectations. Indeed. You know, again, as you said, the bar, the bar for Canada soccer, it's low, but we still have, I think, I think it's good that we still have high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, because there's no that's argument. how you there's no push argument that this is probably the the best talent pool they've had in generations there's no my, you'd be mm-hmm. silly to argue that they had the most talent at their disposal now it's just a matter of putting it together putting the pieces together yeah yeah um so yeah well there's there's you know it's not too far off that we will be seeing um versions of of this squad together uh, like again a lot happens in march it's, it's going to come it's going to come it's going to be right in our face before we know it um oh one thing i did want to highlight from this camp because he was a very late addition um was uh marco bustos for the first time in almost four years uh was part of a, a canadian camp so that's awesome um but yeah there was there's lots to talk about with this and we will have, you know, we're going to continue to talk about this and hopefully, you know, amidst all the craziness and, and everything that is allegedly happening uh, this year for Canada soccer, um, both for the women and for the men, but especially the men, the men have an insane amount of potential, you know, glory to grab a hold of, but also things that they have to make their mark in coming up in the next in the next four months, you know, between the beginning of March, you know, middle of March to the end of June and then, and then gold cup. So end of July, like, it's just like, there's no, there's almost no rest. So it'll be very interesting to see um, what happens with that next. Um, Speaking of Canadian soccer and CONCACAF, CCL, the 2021 CCL dates have been announced. I know everyone's been waiting impatiently for this. I actually have a little bit. Um, what could go wrong? Nothing. Nothing will go wrong. It will be glorious and everything will happen as expected. Probably not. Um, so the draw will be on February 10th. Um, and the round of 16. So one of the things for CCL is the round of 16, the quarterfinals and the semifinals are all home and away legs. The final is a single leg. Just putting that out there. That'll topple over. Exactly. Um, I, so I sense good things for Canadian participant, Mr. Black. <laughs> uh, so round of 16, first leg is April 6th to 8th. Um, that doesn't impact any other leagues at all no uh second leg is april 13th to 15th quarterfinals again this is all boom 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 the first couple of things april 27th to 29th and uh may 4th to 6th so they're getting thank two rounds out of the way in the space of a month they're just like god. let's just do thank, this thank god COVID's over i yes. know and no other and and no other league is trying to play um although we'll see 
Semifinals are in August tenth uh, to twelfth, and the twenty fourth to twenty sixth, and then the that's, final. That's genuinely plausible. Yes, and the final is the last uh, last week in October. So is that uh, Halloween? So before it'll be done before Halloween. Okay. They've, they've given a range of dates, which I don't fully understand, but you know, whatever they're, they're planning, they're giving themselves contingencies. Um, so teams qualified so far. So for the States, uh, the AU guys still so weird, the crew, the union and the Timbers um, from Nicaragua, uh, Real Esteli, uh, Mexico, Club America, Club Leon, Cruz Azul and Monterrey. Honduras, CD Marathon, and CD Olympia. Haiti, uh, Arcaïque, what, what are we calling them? Archie. Archi. Then, yes. Archie! Um, <laughs> Dominican Republic is uh, Club Atletico Pantoja. Costa Rica <laughs> is Saprisa and, okay, hold on. Uh, Spit it out. Aloense, uh, yeah. And then from Canada, Ooh, Mr. Black. <laughs> exactly. So, um, well, it's either Hamilton or Toronto. Hamilton. Who, who, who knows? Because, well, we haven't had the Voyager's Cup yet, but now there's a deadline. So, and again, a lot of things are happening in March. Mm -hmm. If you are uh, a Canadian soccer player, so a uh, Canadian men's soccer player, and they've got players that are expected to be in MLS camps. Um, the Campiel players haven't played and their camp isn't expected to start, oh, I don't know, until sometime in March. So <laughs> actually not even, no, their camp isn't even expected probably to start until April because Campiel isn't kicking off until May 2-4. So it's, it's, I don't know what's happening with players. Uh, you know, everyone's at home and stuff. Hopefully, um, where are all these? Fit. Yeah, where are all these camps happening? I know you know TFC generally fuck off to Florida or wherever you. And I think we'll do that again. No, from what I've been seeing on social media, everyone's just been Canada. reporting here, and I think they're going to be up at the BTG. Okay. Oh, BTG. The BTG. Yeah. Oh. The big cage of this time. Yes. Oh. So yeah, so you know the 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 current start. We'll talk about MLS in, in a little bit. The current start date for MLS is the beginning of April. So camps are starting for the MLS sides soon, allegedly. Um, again, Campiel sides aren't expected to start their camp for like two months, but and they haven't played. It's been a month, a month, just over a month and a half since since Hamilton had to kick a ball. Um, but this Voyager's Cup match has to happen at the beginning of March when you look at what is happening for the men's Canadian soccer outside of this. Because players will either, you know, players will be leaving to go join national team camps to play in tournaments or will be in, you know, there's just, it's a lot happening. And they have to get this done uh, before the beginning of April. So where are they playing it? Where do you think? Is this going to be uh, uh, a cold BMO field special or? What's Skydome doing? 
I was going to say, maybe they played at the BTG. Oh. Yeah, I mean, really, what what's the difference? You just what's the difference? Like video George. graphics up anyway, right? <laughs> a bubble. I think the I think the difference is a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Is that regulation to be playing under a bubble? Hey. Uh, I guess that's all the sky dome is really, isn't it? it it's a it, the sky dome is a steel bubble. That's true. Yeah. That's what architects refer to it as. It's probably a bigger bubble than the uh, the the KTG bubble. Mm -hmm. But really, other than McDonald's fries, what do you need a bigger bubble for? True. To be able to like kick the ball high without it hitting the roof. Oh, uh, what's uh, what's that Disney Sports Park doing? <laughs> that, is that news? I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't put it past some them. kind of thing where, like, well, TFC is like, we're gonna go down and do our training camp down in Florida. Hey, how about we just fly you down here and you can play here in the, in the warmth, and that way we don't have to travel as much. I don't know. I could. I could totally I could see, see that, that game happening. not happening in Canada, honestly. Oh yeah, I totally. I think that. I think what Mark said is is really a a possibility. Yeah, I think it, it's genuinely uh, a very possible option. And, you know, there's obviously various quarantine issues and everything mm -hmm. with regards to that. I mean, you know, we said TFC is going to be in America long term. Is Hamilton? I mean, what's Hamilton doing? They're going to go down there, then they're just going to hang around. Come, come back and quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. Well, again, it's not like yeah. their season is starting anytime soon, though, except for if they beat Tirano and then have to go into uh, tournament modes for CONCACAF and yeah like they haven't even said everyone is going to have to do what the uh, what you did the last what you did the last time which is you're going to have to hang out down here and not fly back and forth so but every, everyone knows pro athletes have a different set of rules mm -hmm. well Hamilton had Hamilton didn't fly back and forth during their CONCACAF their CONCACAF stuff and Hamilton pro athletes and they're not are they quite at that level like, those fat cats those CPL fat cats <laughs> yes. always always trying to unionize and steal our money yeah there's there's Becker setting in, sitting in coach while everybody else is in the luggage well hey hey come on MVP Kyle Becker you know face of the league yeah oh and he had he had almost a $10 per diem to buy snacks on that flight so that's how big a star he is you can almost get an Air Canada pizza for that. Almost. Um, well, you can hopefully... get one of those small cans of Coke <laughs> or what have you. But definitely not alcohol. No, hell no. Not unless he gets like a. We're gonna. We have to move you, sir. One of those situations. <laughs> You've been upgraded. An MLS player didn't show up for the flight. <laughs> yes. Yes and yes. Well, they're going to have to make a decision soon, but I'm willing to bet um, we won't hear until next week because of the brewing drama uh, with, uh, within MLS, which we'll talk about shortly. A um, couple other CanCon things before we do dive into uh, MLS stuff. Um, another draft. Woo! Campiel draft day, baby. Yeah. So the U Sports draft is this Friday, live at 3 p.m. Featuring Christopher Lee. So great. Um, oh, also featuring a uh, younger brother of uh, 
Mr. Richie Richmond Larea, uh, Reginald Larea. No. Yep. Yes. Mm. Richmond Plays. and Reginald. God. Richmond and Reginald. Yep. Damn. They Tell live next door a... to Bianca St. George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we 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 summered at Lake Louise. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, it's like Mac, which which Osorio was it that played for Hamilton? Um, um, uh, I can't remember, but yes, there's another. There's an Osorio in this draft. Yeah, there's an Osorio. I'm presuming that's from the uh, of the the dynasty that is. Osorio. It is. It is. Yes, it is one of the Osorio brothers. Yes, there's there's a lot of them. <laughs> I lose track. Um, the one name whenever I see it on the list is uh, I, I I know it's it, it's just because of how you look at, at type sometimes and different fonts and stuff but it looks like his name is clan lynch and i know that's not his name clan lynch see, no uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 kyan but i want to call him clan because the i looks like an l yeah <laughs> that's an like, un, that's an unfortunate mixture of words yeah i didn't think of that actually i was just trying to figure out what his tartan would be if he was of the clan lynch and i didn't my brain didn't even go the other direction Mm, well then all right i'll just be over here uh, uh victory shambusho yes that's a name that that's is a, a name. Fucking name that's a great yeah. name I'm pretty sure I've uh from ubc pretty sure what back i'm pretty sure i've ordered that at a bar a victory kombucha or something <laughs> yeah yeah it's good for the gut it's good oh, for the gut oh, yeah. good for yeah. the gut but man if you, yeah. you're if you're not blowing fire out one hole you're blowing up the other one you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> Although victory to Shambusha does sound like some kind of line from some terrible, like, you know, Game of Thrones novel. <laughs> the, the, the Lion King, maybe. Victory Shambusha. to Shambusha. Mm. Starring Christopher Lee. <laughs> um, what else was I... There's, there's two Kaisers. There's Marcus and Daniel Indeed, Kaiser. Indeed, the brothers... Oh, are they? Uh, yes. Uh, lovely. Twins? I don't, I don't think these ones are twins. Sorry. Mm. Maybe. I could be yes. wrong. Mark's right. Yes, okay, they're, they're, they're twins. They're, they're, they're totally they're twins. Mark's um, right. They're going to they're gonna get those fat dinner roll uh, sponsorships. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're gonna be... Yeah, people are going to be calling them Dem Dempsters boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Colin Gander, I, I am sad, isn't from like... He's not from Newfoundland. No, Newfoundland. Ah. he's from Guelph. Oh, I know. Maybe he's called Lookout. I feel like Ewan Bald is is very much on a trajectory of eventually getting signed by TFC. Seems reasonable. Ah. He's bald. For the baldness. They like bald yes, they do. Yes, like that, yes. That, 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 that is that is our new thing, right? So, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. bald and beautiful. I, I, I feel like I need, I don't know what the Bold and the Beautiful's theme music is. Damn I'm, not, it. I'm not piping it in. I'm going to turn it right No, now. that's okay. I, I, if, if, if I knew what it was, then I would hum it, but I, but I don't. Um, there goes the show. I know. I know. I've, yeah. I've, I've let us down. Yeah, I apologize. Um, this show was going to win us the potties, but no. <laughs> I, no. I ruined it all. I'm so yeah, sorry. I'm lazy for the Bold and Beautiful music. We've done pretty good because we we're about uh, we're about forty five minutes in. This is the longest we've gone to still be eligible for a potty with one of our episodes. <laughs> that we usually jump that shark three minute, two minutes. 
in sadly i think potties <laughs> potties have a maximum length as well <laughs> <laughs> well that lets us out forever um anyway so we'll we'll yeah, talk about what happens with the draft uh with campiel still being a young league and uh a developmental league as well right unlike mls where the draft is basically almost useless <laughs> but it's, I think for Campiel, the draft is still something um, useful and important for Canadian soccer players. Um, mm. And they've also, one of the things they changed this year is that um, if a player like goes back to finish their studies after, you know, after being drafted, because that's one of the things they're allowed to do, which I think is, is, is great, that they don't have to re-enter the draft the next year. They can just go back to their club. But they get so called there's, nerds. There's less, there's less confusion in that sense. Um, all right. One last thing. So we talked about, yes, Kyle Becker has re-upped with uh, Hamilton. Before we move on to one last thing, that was very abrupt there. Before we move on to one last thing, I said that York need to be signing the Reggie Larea and Nicholas Osorio. Just they're, they're going all in on the whole, ooh, we're, we're a Toronto team. Oh, now. absolutely. So why not be the Toronto team? You know, that one that Larea and Osorio play for? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's who I see. Oh my God, the marketing. Uh-huh. This one's got Bono and that the other one's got Adam Clayton net. What the fuck? I don't yes. even know. <laughs> Come see this Toronto-based team featuring Osorio and Larea. I would get only ten dollars. I would do it in a second. I wouldn't even think twice about it. It's like, oh my god, this would be worth and it. I, I put that on the website would... too. <laughs> and I would hope that if any team that like that York would lean into that. Um, because not what else because, have they got? Well, exactly. But you know, they've because they've worked on being more interesting from a social media aspect and a marketing aspect over the last year or so. So this is something I could see it. That would be delightful. Absolutely delightful. Do it. Do it. All right. So Becker, Kyle Becker, re-signed back with Hamilton. Woo! Committed to the club for the foreseeable future. Dun dun dun. He is Mr. Hamilton. He is. You know what? Um, Honestly, whatever. Good for him. He's found... Jesus. Yes, that too. He's found his place. Give him the filthy, smoke-covered, sulfur-smelling key to the city. (laughs) Uh, Just do it. What what the fuck keys have you been smelling? Honestly. (laughs) Why would you ask him that? Don't ask him that. Why are they there in that spot? Honestly. These keys stink. Fuck <laughs> your town. Have you smelled these? Jingle, jingle, jingle. Um, and then uh, the Pony Boys uh, had a number of player departures. Um, so Tommy Wielden's younger brother uh, has left to uh, begin his coaching career. And again, he's, he's not exactly young, 32. Um, Can he get his nepotism badges? I, 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 I assume he just got those as soon as he set foot on the grounds. I don't yeah. think he has to study for those, really. Is his name Johnny Wielden Jr.? Sure. Tim cool. Wielden Jr. It's Jay, cool. but anyway. Jay for um, Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, and then uh, Dean Northover is uh, leaving to pursue other career opportunities now 
he hasn't played much. He was he was injured, um, so he missed most of the 2019 season. Or a good he's decided he can go and make more money with a part time job at McDonald's. Probably, yeah, with his ACL, yeah, he'll be fine. Mm. Um, and but the big one really is Dominic Sitar, who uh, was you know has been the mainstay, um, the back line for Calgary since the beginning, and uh, he's like, yeah, you know what. I'm free agent now. Teams line later up to the left, Zeta. please. So uh, later, Zader. Nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, I've seen a few people being like, "Hey, TFC should snap him up." Maybe TFC need a centre back. Exactly. Or two or three. Exactly. I'm like, this doesn't seem like a bad idea at all. He's 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 put up, you know, reasonable to very good numbers defensively in Campiel. Uh, lots of, you know, not lots, but a number of Campiel players have, you know, made the jump and back and forth. Some of the younger players for the, for the MLS clubs have, have spent time and then been reclaimed. Um, seriously, why not take a flyer on him for a season and uh, we'll see what happens. But Duncan, who was the, who was the player that got signed that you wanted to highlight? Oh, Jesus, what's his name? Um, some Dutch guy. Don. Dutch guy with a good name. Give me a it was Don here. something, wasn't it? Don uh, Stromp? Don with two A's. Clomp. 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 <laughs> Dan Clomp. Dan Clomp. <laughs> yes. See, why did they get the comedy names? Arrives mm. from the Dutch second tier. Where he last played for Helmand Sport. They should be sponsored by uh, the mayonnaise company, so they could be going. I was just gonna say, yeah, not, not, that's that's mm-hmm. a natural. The creamy boys. <laughs> Sounds like a bit. We should do this in. An, we should do this another time when a league starts up, Tony. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Could Mark. be anything. I can't. Could be anything. Could be from any league. Yeah. I can't wait. I actually went and checked to see have they announced when they're kicking off. I, yeah, I can't wait. Sputnik, yo. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Anyway, so there's, yeah, there's been a few other signings. Uh, Pierre Lamoth got signed by the Wanderers. And uh, Winnipeg grabbed somebody from TNT's national team, Pedro Rico Pena. Um, yes, so there's lots of things happening. Again, continue to, I hope you checked out that spreadsheet. Uh, that we talked about in the last show and pinned under the show notes. Uh, Lots of good information there. Just again, if you're curious about any particular team's uh, current makeup, uh, it gives you you that opportunity to really sort of get a good idea of what each team is sort of going for in terms of internationals or youth players or where they pull their players from. Um, what I think is funny is one of the players that we were talking about that might get drafted for U Sports, uh, Victory. Uh, what was his last name? Shamusha? Kombucha? Victory that Kombucha? Yes. Victory brand Kombucha? Um, mm. is, is again from UBC. And uh, the Aquaman tend to draft BC players. It's, 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 they're very true to their BC brand. It's, it's it really, been, really uh, saves on travel. It really does. Mm. It's easy. Yeah. We'll just, mm. we'll... Victory, Victoria. It's right there. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. It is right there. Yeah. Perfect. Mm. Done. 
Sorted. Maybe I'll have to change his name legally. I think that's how these things work. I think so. It's MLS time. And we're just going to dive straight into the the stuff that's going on with the CBA. (laughs) Yeah, that's so good. Um, So rumblings and stuff have been going on about this for a little while uh, when MLS started talking about the force majeure clause in um, in their, you know, invoking that uh, due to you know, extreme circumstances with COVID and everything that they've had to endure, so on and so forth. And the MLS, you know, Players Association was kind of like, huh? we're really not sure that we're, we're on board with this. Um, so, you know, there's been, there's been talk that the league was wanting to renegotiate and, you know, let's just, let's just talk about what's going on you know this is all we're all we're all friends in this this is every everyone has like the best intentions um and then don garber wrote his letter to the league to sort to the fans to the fans he's just he's just chatting with the fans he's just he's just you know he's just rapping with the kids he's rapping exactly hello fellow kids and uh just keeping everyone up to date about oh, what a great season we had last year. And, oh, we're going to have such a good season this year. And got the, oh, the super draft. Oh, new teams. This is great. Oh, but, hey, did you know that that you're trying to, trying to negotiate with the players' union? And so hard on the MLS owners. Oh, my God, so hard. It's really hard. We presented, you know, talking about the fair proposal that they presented about, extending the CBA and freezing the wages and so on and so forth. Oh, ownership's taking all the risk. It's all on the owners, poor billionaire owners. Um, They got to buy like, you know, uh, collectible nickels and stuff. It's difficult. Exactly. Exactly. They have to not pay employees and go to wherever it is they go I'm assuming, well that too I'm, I'm 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 picturing you know villas on stilts in costa rica um luxury yachts luxury yachts yes exactly um anyway it seemed like a particularly tone deaf but typical garber thing to do and say um because that's that's his thing um And then since then, there's been this really fun back and forth, not really, um, where the league keeps releasing these little updates on the negotiations. One of the other things to be really aware of is that since, I guess, actual negotiations have started, is the league has imposed, it said, well, this has to be done within 30 days. Like, 
what more do you guys want from us? Like, if it's not done by 30 days, well, we don't know what we're going to do, you know, like they, so, and this is, this isn't apparently written into the CBA anywhere that this is what has to happen. And because the league hadn't fixed a start date for the season, um, it's now again, so it'd be two months away. Uh, the, 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 the date is this week, by the way, it's Friday. Um, they, they, they started a new Twitter account. Uh, the MLS mm. 2021 Twitter account. Is, is they that are rapping with the right? kids. They really are. I'm um, shocked it's that's... not on TikTok. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's the MLS 2021 account. And it is strictly for them to post um, uh, their propaganda about. I thought you were going to say thirst traps. <laughs> no, no, no. That's MLS 2021 TikTok. Um, that's where thirst traps belong. It's all about posting their little, oh, well, we sent uh, what we thought was a really fair proposal to the MLSPA. So they keep releasing these things. And MLSPA has only responded a couple times. They've actually been a little quieter in social media. Although my favorite one was when the league posted this big thing and their only response was, hey, guys, you should add us next time. Yeah. Because, you know, it was, it was, it was, I thought it was quite clever. Um, so yeah, they just they just keep saying, "Oh, well, we think we're being really fair and 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 above board." And why won't why won't someone think of us? When the, the mean league is the mean players are not not agreeing to our demands. Imagine paying um, imagine paying a hundred million dollars for a franchise, and you're looking to nickel and dime. Like, like then like, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give it out on those with designated players, but like. Like not a lot of these, not a lot of these players are doing like super hot, you know, in the in the cash money department with these contracts. The fact that you're dicking with them and using force majeure, like really, how um, the rich stay rich? Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, without question. I. J- it's just, I just like the idea though that that um, you know, with these repeated uh, uh, messages that that the MLS owners keep putting out. They somehow think that they're going to be looked up, looked upon as like, oh, you poor things. What uh, anyway? Heroes. If the, if there's anything mm. that's making people feel good about people nowadays, it's people who are flaunting their wealth. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, I, we need we need to praise mm. them more. They're not yeah. doing. Yeah. Really... I mean, I mean, those players. I mean, sure, you know, they're having their lives disrupted. Some of them having to like live in you know, wherever for however many months and, you know, somebody putting their sort of health at risk, potentially their career at risk if they get a serious case of it, maybe even their life at risk and their families at risk. But, but come on, I mean, you can't ask these owners to put their money at risk. Oh, God, I, no. Oh, oh, I, oh, I, mm. That money's innocent. Yes. On a serious note, um, uh, from from you know from a bargaining perspective, and people will say, "Well, it's only a temporary. It's only for this year." This is a, when you give up something in bargaining, you never get that. You back. never get it back. Exactly. Yeah, nothing's temporary. Well, this mm-hmm. is the so this is the, the third thing... time in a year, yeah. in a calendar year, that this they've 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 gone to collective bargaining. Um, they've gone to bargaining over this agreement because you guys remember. 
yeah. it was once and then they renegotiated before the tournament and now mm-hmm. this is the third time because the league is trying to you know impose force majeure um sorry duncan i cut you off you're going to say something go ahead no, it's just the whole idea that you know the, the one thing that the the owners want back is right just you know extend the, the current contract for another two years exactly this, that this is will go from 2025 20, to 2027 yep. what's going to happen between those two years oh, oh yeah the, the world cup and everything mm-hmm. and you know there might be a bit of an explosion as far as uh exactly. you know, interest in soccer and that sort of thing goes so no you wait an extra two years before we negotiate any kind of bit where you get a little bit of that money and just fuck off i mean exactly them saying okay we want this particular agreement to last another two years all that says to me is that the owners see this particular agreement as something that really fucking benefits them so oh for sure and and yeah that's exactly what i was going to bring up as well is that this is the thing and you know this is what the back and forth is about is the league trying to extend this the the this agreement that extra two years when exactly Duncan, when everything is going to, all the focus is going to be on uh, North American soccer, American soccer, everything's going to, almost everything's going to get played in the States. And they know, they know, they know this is, this has got nothing to do with the poor owners. This is like, fuck, we see, we know pot of gold is coming our way and we want all of it. And we don't want the fucking players to get any of it. Well, yeah, well, they've got, they've, they've, you know they've lucky been lucky enough to get themselves a division two players association contract in the in the scheme of the world you know they don't have mm-hmm. a top they don't have to deal with a top flight players association well the, yeah like question. don't even get me started about the revenue sharing thing yeah which exactly is still the, the, hasn't you know, kicked in yet they're nowhere near what other uh, leagues around the world have in as far as agreements and yes there's plenty of leagues who have nothing and you know <laughs> some very close to us um but uh as far as mls goes and as far as the uh scale we're talking about going into the 2026 world cup yeah that the one they have now is very much in benefit to them so this and, is all- you know, it, it's doing just the whole thing of you know the, the standard things that oh well we might be losing money right now and sure how much are your freaking franchise valuations constantly going up mm-hmm. it's like yeah i lose money technically every fucking year on my house i'm paying like you know twenty twenty five thousand dollars on a mortgage on this house i'm not getting a cent of that back this is outrageous but oh look over here last five years my house is like almost doubled in price hmm. am i doing okay i think i am but duncan have you yes. thought of expanding to sacramento Ah. <laughs> that would uh, that would be a good idea. Um, so this is at least the again the fixed deadline imposed by the league is Friday, um, which is why I'm saying that we won't see anything from Canada soccer about the Voyagers Cup until next week at least because who knows what's going to be happening with the MLS season. Uh, the other thing to bring up is that. Um, if you're not, uh, if you don't follow Jeff Carlisle, he's he's one of the soccer U.S. soccer writers that tends to break uh, a lot of a lot of the news. Um, that anyway, earlier this afternoon or a couple hours ago, um, due to time of recording, uh, MLS has issued a memo to its team and league staff, instructing them to prepare for a work stoppage. 
uh, memo was sent by unless president and deputy commissioner Mark Abbott uh, that basically says the January 29th deadline provides all constituents, the league, the clubs and the players adequate time to prepare for the upcoming season. At this point, however, we are required to plan for the possibility that the CBA may be terminated and that a work stoppage could occur. Therefore, we'll be providing the clubs with guidance later today mm. regarding the rules that must be followed during any such work stoppage. We want to be clear. We really, really want to reach an agreement. It's mm. totally not us, guys. Um, we must be prepared, prepared in case we are unable to reach said agreement etc etc uh as far as i know so far the mlspa have not commented on that but this was only uh revealed a couple hours ago so who knows what has happened in the intervening not exactly uh dangling the sword of damocles over the heads of fans right now yeah yeah no it's it's fine it's fine if a a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it is it actually dallas versus houston You know, it will be, it'll be fine. Although one, 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 um, circle back to something we were talking about earlier on, if say by chance there's a player, uh, a work stoppage, I wonder, I, I don't know how that would affect uh, a potential Hamilton Toronto match. Mm-hmm. Or just potential CCL games. Yeah. Like, well, that's the like, thing right there. It's CCL. If, if, Toronto, if Toronto players are locked out. Can I, can I, yeah, can that's I, true. Yeah. CCL. Yeah. Go ahead. Mark. Can I offer a counterpoint? Default. Default. <laughs> the sweetest two words in sports. I don't give a fuck how we win this cup. I just want to win it. It's just a shame we don't get the game. Think of the asterisk <laughs> yes. scarves you can make. <laughs> but like, and yes. on that same on that same note, Mark, mm. I mean, it's it's genius. Can't have a work stoppage if you don't recognize the union. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Lawyers, so, uh, right there. Yeah. How yeah. about uh, yeah. the CPL? Fucking geniuses. Yeah. Well, come, we finally see everything coming. coming together. Yeah, no, this is... Uh, I, I, I feel that uh, uh, Mr. Clacker sits in that boardroom steepling fingers a lot, maniacally laughing <laughs> at how this is going to play out. He's going to get a trophy for literally doing nothing. This is so good. <laughs> Mr. Clackers. Mr. Clackers is a great <laughs> name. Oh my God, that's amazing. Uh, oh, I love forever, that. Forevermore, Mr. Clackers. Mr. Clackers. Oh my God. Who sounds like a hairless cat. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you mean you mean his cat Dunfield? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, so <laughs> Dumfield's hairless now. Are we adding that to the? What's he dragging on the ground? He's <laughs> Dunfield, my five-footed cat. <laughs> Wait, is the cat five feet tall? <laughs> Shit, that's not what he meant. I think he's licking a leg. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> ah, imagery anyway uh so we hopefully uh we should have we should i expect to be discussing this again next week um with either you know oh the league has seen the light and extended the bargaining period not that they've seen the light uh or 
really dramatic things have happened. Um, and hopefully MLS. Mr. Clackers will be visited by my three ghosts. After he's got the trophy, then he can uh, be visited by the ghosts. <laughs> 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 Mr. Um, in, 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 other, in other legal fun, uh, Miami Vice, the lawsuit. So mm. it's not been very, it hasn't been as publicized as you would think. Uh, the fact that Inter-Miami is being sued by Inter-Milan over trademark infringement. Um, and so the Miami team recently lost one of the, the, the court battles in this ongoing, I guess there's another court date coming up soon-ish. I forget when the next court date is for them. Um, but apparently no matter what happens, uh, Miami's not in jeopardy of having to change their name. We will see. Uh, but it, it's, it's, it's interesting because Inter Milan has, has, you know, they've got a trademark application, I guess, in flux um, for the last few years. So, you know, Miami has been like, no one's going to be confused between the two teams. It's just descriptive. And it's, 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 it's just, it's funny that they've lost at least one layer of litigation. So we're kind of all hoping in a small, maybe not all hoping, but I personally, just for comic value, that they lose and have to change their name. As much as they're ridiculous, oh, they do have a point. Oh, no one is going to mistake Inter Milan for Inter Miami. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, I'm going to the intermatch. It's like you're flying out. <laughs> yeah, the, guy, the, the guy asking the question could be talking to somebody. So the guy asking the question could be decked out in fucking Inter Miami gear, and he would be the one going, "Oh, you're you're flying out to Milan." <laughs> like that's how that's how stupid this is. Hundred percent. But it would be fun nonetheless. Oh, I want them to. I it, want it Inter would be hilarious. I want Inter Miami to lose so bad that they have to change their name to AC Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. I want it so bad that they literally pick another Italian team. Yeah. Uh, Maybe United FC. Man <laughs> <laughs> United, if you say fast enough. Eh, back up, <laughs> Neville. Eh, Maybe United. Eh, eh, eh. Mm. Um. Other MLS news, uh, the tire fire, uh, maybe put out a small flame. Nelson Rodriguez has stepped down, stepped away, has left the Chicago Fire organization. And Chicago Fire fans everywhere rejoice. I cannot find an instance on social media, on blogs. Um, I, and I've been looking for fans who are like, oh, that's too bad. I really liked him. No one is hey, upset by this. It's right there in the link that you sent, Kristen. For five years, Nelson has dedicated himself and given his everything to the club. I know. He's helped me tremendously over the course of our first year working together. I'm grateful for that. We thank him for his loyal service. We wish him all the best moving forward. Right there. Is that the owner about, or a fan? They love him. That is uh, somebody mansueto. Owner and chairman. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Um, so Nelson the Rod fans Nelson uh, Rodriguez farts on escalators we all know that I've heard that so yeah one year of fun with Ashton mm. Schweinsteiger wasn't enough to paper over um, issues with uh, fan relations there was the uh, the was Latino Latino section Latino sector mm. one of the, one of the 
it was part, it was a thing last year no the season before with them them banning the the supporter group yeah. um which section eight or something or well sec, no it's it was it was specifically the the latino supporter group that section eight stood up with them by them for wow. them as did one of the other they've got i think they have like three three chicago uh supporter groups um but then there was just you know the poor results the the badge change they're so spoiled I, I, he got them their beautiful new badge moved them into a giant new stadium <laughs> <laughs> jesus what more could you ask for <laughs> Um, anyway, from what I can tell from a fan perspective, nobody is unhappy about this. Um, and I've, I don't think I've ever really seen his name uh, spoken kindly by fans on social media. Now, again, social media is a, you know, small slice of things, but it doesn't seem as though he was well-liked. Um, so, yeah, so farewell ha -ha, to Nelson and uh, good luck. Hey. Thank you. Look the whales. <laughs> uh, super draft. No, not the Canadian one. The MLS one. The one we talked about last week. It's over. And uh, very sad about the lack of comedy names that were. Yeah, taken. TFC sucks. I don't care who they. I don't care if these guys turn into superstars. They blow. Yeah. Don't we're gonna play them anyway. Just fucking. Yeah. Do it. Amuse us. Yeah. Like, monkey why can't we, exactly. Can't we have like fun, fun names? Fun. Why can't we? Uh, so guitar got taken. So that was, that was good, I guess. And uh, excuse me, the Danny Trejo congratulating Danny Trejo was excellent and, and expected. Um, I did enjoy that. The video that uh, Danny Trejo of, machete fame see um, lafc well, gets it yeah i love it. oh totally yeah. and if trejo's tacos isn't a new sponsor or has doesn't have a kiosk at zombie shiva's matches going forward i will be so sad what i love so about sad. that video was danny Dreho, the actor who is usually so fucking cool in everything he does look like such a nerd doing this <laughs> and it was it like it it went the roller coaster of emotions was like wow this is awkward to you know what I'm okay with this because it was just it was like yeah <laughs> put up to it but I mean good sport all around full marks to him he sure as shit didn't have to do that but I mean you know well played on all parties I hope I yeah hope, no. I hope football Danny Trejo is at least decent just a little I know right can you oh yeah don't please don't be don't be complete crap don't, like don't let him have at Danny Trejo the actor. Uh, reading out the letter. Welcoming you, yeah. <laughs> as the thing that was the best part of his career. Um, and at least so grow, yeah. that, grow a mustache, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Like, that just, I think that just goes without saying. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was a little, eh, it was a little thin on the ground, right? You know, there wasn't, wait, did Ketchup get drafted? No. Damn it. Well then, and neither did beer. beer. I was very upset that beer did not get drafted. Mm. Montreal that's picked up Giuseppe Barone. That's, oh. that's, a, that's a good Italian name. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't have the... Sorry. I don't know. There wasn't the wow factor 
of names this year. Was, uh... So MLS has got that their their grades, and um, I don't know if you noticed uh, if you, if you guys actually took a look scrolled through it, but the yes. team that got the best mark was the team that traded away all. I of know. Them. I laugh. So even MLS knows that this is fucking bullshit. I know. So goddamn pantomime. And it's they trolled themselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like, hey, we're gonna get the best mark by not fucking participating. Oh, it, made, so it, it did. It did. It did make me laugh when I saw that. I was like, oh, a plus, eh? Excellent. Good job. Please, self-aware. But we'll still cash that check from Audi. <laughs> um, and then. In the big, big, other big MLS news is, and again, <laughs> we'll see if this happens, but the, the, the dates for the 2021 season were released. Ah. Um, so, except for, oh, well, your Canadian team, we'll talk, we'll talk. So MLS preseason allegedly starts on February 22nd. Uh, MLS is back. Uh. Opening weekend is April 3rd, 4th. That doesn't conflict with CCL at all, no. Um, I, hope, I hope it's the Yeti MLS is back. Yeti? Yeah, the, the new yeah, shirt sponsor Austin. for Austin FC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, with the, in their abominable white kits. <laughs> no, I think they should all have to run around with microphones. Anyway. Um, and then late August is, is rivalry week. The all-star game. They're still trying to do the all-star game. Um, who's, who's rivals in Texas now? Or is it just a rivalry three-way? Ooh, a menage mm-hmm. rivalry. Yeah. A menage a rar. <laughs> Which one gets to be the Vancouver of Texas? Oh, we all know it's Houston. We all know it's. We all know who that is. Isn't that, isn't um, decision day is November seventh. Uh, the playoffs start November nineteenth, and MLS Cup is December eleventh. Woo! Oh yeah. Uh, Thirty-four matches. There's twenty-seven clubs. So yeah, unbalanced schedule, baby. Um and we better Austin. get to see that traitor Greg Vanny. <laughs> um, health and safety. Yes, we're gonna quarantine players and individual trainings, and we'll be very safe and we'll monitor everything. Canadian clubs, due to travel restrictions between the U.S. and Canada, Major League Soccer continues to work with the league's three Canadian clubs regarding plans for the 2021 regular season. More details on plans for the Canadian teams will be announced in the near future. It'll be fine. Joe Biden's in now, so the U.S. is going to have COVID fucking done with within a month. It's all good. <laughs> that border will be open as as something very open. Yes. Yes. So either the Canadian no. clubs start the season like they did post uh covid cup last year and just play each other a bunch of fucking times or everybody just moves to the states and stays in the states until it's safe to return hartford was cool and all but i hope we go somewhere different this time i like being a a roaming banjo team (laughs) roaming banjo team team canada like the old team you team america of nasl oh jesus (laughs) 
Well, like what, what the, uh, the the Mississauga Metro stars yeah. ended up being. Touring team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> touring, touring team. team. <laughs> Storm. get a bus. City near you. Yeah. Toronto, Ohio. There's at least three or four Torontos in the States, aren't yeah. there? They can visit cool. all of them. Chris Armas's Traveling All-Stars. <laughs> Thrilled to the amazement um, of all the balding and bald players in MLS. The baldest team in North America coming <laughs> soon to you. I'm, all I'm hearing is banjo music and there's in the background and there's no banjo music in the background. Yep. That's all. <laughs> hey, so again, uh, the, the whether these, these season dates are all very up, again, very up in the air based on what happens uh, between the League and the Players Association. And oh, in the press release about the season, the, the league did have to tack on a little paragraph at the end about the, the negotiations with the players, because of course they did. Because um, so heaven forbid they release anything that doesn't just have that slid in there. Oh, so casually. We're just saying, we're just keeping the fans informed. That's all. We're not. That's, we're just trying to make sure everybody knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you do, you do yeah. a good Mark Abbott voice. <laughs> Thank you. Bang I've on. Been pra- I've been practicing. So, um, so good. Anyway, it's uh, yeah. we will again. We will hopefully have something concrete to discuss about this next week, but I fear that we will not. out the show yes that's right to close out the show i know you were thinking we're gonna be here for three hours today and i appreciate you all for getting snacks and hunkering down and making okay. sure that you had you know blankets and um show's not done. stuff nearby and yeah i was about to say mark show's not done. come on chris done. the show's not done. we we can we can make this happen you, you're, you're, don't you're, don't get cocky you're literally ta- taunting fate you're literally i know yes. i know i know i'm sorry like I mean, we've been going what, like an hour and a half already, there's and we still, like, yeah, we've still got the TFC section. Like the TFC, years. that's what this podcast's about. <laughs> that's our, that's our one big thing. That's it's our bread and butter. It's true. Or is <laughs> our milk? It's the milk's at the back of the store. Anyway, yes. so um, Tauntaun fate. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, So TFC. Uh, so TFC, again, we were talking about this, the super draft, the so-so draft, as I like to call it. Um, so the oh, so-so draftees from uh, you TFC, you know it. I've been working on that for minutes. So-so draft? Um, Fire! <laughs> so Toronto uh, used all of their picks, which, so they're the anti-Philadelphia and still got a B plus on the MLS draft rating. Oh yeah, that's right. But, but, but we traded one of them first. I think that that's the main thing that got us the B plus ranking. Is uh, yeah. we got a bunch of oh yeah, we got that sweet sweet fruit. we got that sweet sweet MLS cash. Yeah. 
$50,000 worth of GAMS. Oh, look at the GAMS on that trade. Yes. Um, I'll get you a so, vat of just for men. <laughs> but no one on this team needs it. They're, only, they're either bald or young. Um, so four yeah, selections. Like, you I, you I say young, I, I say that. pre-bald. Also, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, are, are you suggesting Michael Bradley is old? Michael Bradley is at the peak of his health and, and physical fitness and you will be forever, Kristen. Michael That's Bradley crazy. has no age. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please forgive me, Michael Bradley. Um, Outrageous. Our, our Bradley, who art in training. Um, anyway, so four players. Defender Matt DeRosa, um, which was like their, whatever, their big pick. Um, and the one that seems to be the most likely to actually get time with the team um he is uh he's a left back and they need that so welcome aboard matt tarosa of the, the mls derosas of the mls derosas indeed um nathaniel crofts not mm. just a single croft Hello. He's multiple crofts all in one junior yeah, we have junior, another junior yeah. oh no yes. Nathaniel Crofts Jr. It is a very fancy name. He goes by Nathaniel Crofts II. Mm. I mean, yeah. that's his show name, but everyone just calls him Nate. Yeah. Nathaniel Crofts Jr. is his like, show name. <laughs> when he's at Crofts. Yeah. Check out the yes, points that's, on that's him. Look at his faces. How does he run? Let's see how he think, runs. Is Crofts yes. really a thing in, that North Americans will understand? I don't Maybe know. It's not. terrible. Probably It's not. our Westminster dog show. Exactly. Yes. You'd um, think Westminster would be the British one, but no. No. <laughs> uh, Paul Rothrock. Oh, Cynthia's oh, son. Yeah, thank that's... you, Tony. I was about <laughs> to say that, but I didn't think anybody would know, and you would know. You can count on me. You're Tony, and we're friends. Yes. <laughs> Look it up. Um, and then the only one that has this is this is this is I guess the the vaguely he's not he's not Canadian at all, but. Uh, uh, Talon Maples. That's how I like my eagle. Yeah. Talon Maple. He's half the eagle, half worlds. Marlo, Half eagle, half pancake. All delicious. <laughs> uh, he's a center back, so you know we we do we do need one of those. Um, and yeah, there it's it's fine. There none of them are super young they are like the actually crofts is 24. was um, he like an adult student i guess he's a native he's from, of he's sheffield, sheffield. Huh. oh someone he's just changed their tune <laughs> he's, yes, a, he's, a wee for, he's a wee forward lad i'm almost as tall as him i love it um he's got six goals Unregistered three assists. Can we say he's from Sheffield like we used to say Victor Vasquez was from Barcelona? I think we should. Done. Yes. He's from Sheffield. Oh, Sheffield. <laughs> you know, yeah. first, ever, first ever club? Huh? That Sheffield? He's got the mystery behind Pedigree. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Full Monty. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Steel Mills. That's the kind of city that <clears throat> that's the kind of city that would have a team that beats Man United on the regular. <laughs> Depending on the team. Yeah. Oddly on a oddly on a Wednesday dunk. I just want to throw that in. Mm. Right. 
Sheffield United on a Wednesday. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be allowed. You can, you can already hear it tearing the city. It was like they, they, they combined the two together to form. Oh, that sounds. Uh, that sounds like it's Sheffield gonna Voltron. That's going to burn the city down. We both know that. Sheffield now. Would Sheffield Voltron be a big owl with steel limbs? Or blade limbs, yeah. An owl me. with like sword limbs. If you can it would get definitely the, be steel, yes. If you can yeah, get this turned into swords, an anime, blades. I'll watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Owls, blades, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Bean's got his next tattoo uh, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> um, anyway, so we've got some options. I, I, I think it's, in, in a way, I think it's it's... It's good that they're not, uh, you know, these are guys that have at least gone to university a little bit. They've put in some playing time. Perhaps they might have been in school long enough to be able to look ahead past soccer at some point. I'm not saying they're going to need to just yet, but anyway, wow. slightly more mature players isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, Way to be enthusiastic. I'm so enthusiastic. I'm always enthusiastic about the draft. Come on. You can really lean on that kinesiology, BA, once your soccer career ends in two months. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> TFC always needs help. Away like that uh, you know, in <laughs> Why the... did I take poli sci? <laughs> um, so yeah, we will again once once preseason starts, whenever that may be, et cetera, et cetera. We'll see what what happens to these guys. Um where am I here? You can end the show. It's fine. Nope. Yeah. Two things. Two more things. Two more things. Um, mm-hmm. So then, depending on what happens with the 2021 season. So it will happen eventually. I, I don't think we're going to lose an entire year. Uh, I, I, if there is a, a, a lockout or whatever. Um, Let's hope not. I mean, I have big money on the uh, All-Star game already. <laughs> told you to wait. I told you to wait. West. You never <sighs> you're West. Um, but regardless of when the league starts, um, because we look at what's going on, you know, in our country, in the U S, um, in terms of, you know, we, we happen to live in a province with fairly terrible COVID management response, whatever. Um, and the States, well, the States is their own special brand of that in terms of when, when do you feel comfortable as a fan going back to watch matches and do you think that we will have the opportunity to see matches live this year i personally am 100 ready right now to watch a game exactly as i did last year well not, sorry, not last year 2019 that's you're brave you're a hero yes, i will be comfortable on my couch again unless the weather goes south then you might you know change it to something. that's a good point mark yes i don't think, and honestly, I, I, I don't see it happening. Well, I don't see it happening in Toronto this year. I just don't like see being, how. Being, being able to go to matches? Yeah. I, I just don't see how they, uh, maybe late, late in the seat, like fall, there could be like a really reduced capacity. But even that, I think, is, is uh, I don't think the uh, schedule of Ontario's uh, vaccinations is going to go anywhere near they're you know well and that's and that's and that's what i'm saying like those of us that live in ontario it makes it more difficult because yeah our province hasn't exactly been on top of containing nor 
taking care of the populace in, in that sense. Yeah, like like for me personally. Yeah, Ford's been putting firecrackers <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Like, what more do you want him to do? I know. I'm so unreasonable. Same um, all those places where he can have no effect at all, he is fucking right there all over those. Yeah. The, the bits that he can do something, not so much. But Yeah, you know. like, yeah, it's, it's tough. Like me personally, like if someone said tomorrow that two months from now you could go to a match i i, I wouldn't go mm. um like i wouldn't go until yeah i, yeah. I like because i have you know i have i have reasons uh i'm immune compromised to a, a certain degree not as badly as some but i am worse off than others in that particular sense so it makes me nervous about being in crowds of people without most of the populace haven't been vaccinated and until that happens I will be reluctant to go to matches unless there is, yeah, something really strict in place about physical distancing. Oh, but um, how, they couldn't police that though, like you know, at a stadium. They, like they, they'd have to. Yeah, well, <laughs> look where we sit. How's that going to be policed? Anyway, well, again, but, but, but again, I mean, it would be limited admission, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, they wouldn't then, be able then, to be like, I understand all 26, that. Twenty-six thousand fans. But then you're then they're gonna go how most going to be a lottery gone. and no it's gonna be who paid the most for their season ticket and then it's gonna go to lottery so or who's had their tickets the longest who knows oh I, I come on now yo bless bless your cotton socks <laughs> if you think the people who didn't pay the most for their season tickets were aren't first in line I know but I know. anyway so certainly not us then so no, yeah but, we'll but, we'll get but, to but, a match I, next year. No, but anyway, even beyond that, there's so much, so many logistics that have to click into place for that to happen. A, yes, they're going to want nearly the po- all population back, you know, have access to vaccinations. Um, the border's got to be completely open for Toronto to even be back. Yep. And, you know, and, and by time that happens, you're talking late season. Is it even worth the club, like, going through all that to for a handful of fans i don't know i i don't know it, it's well, a long, i think it's a long shot it, it it's it's a hugely long shot but um yeah it's it's weird because it's been like it's not easy it's 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 not easy not not going to matches um i know it's, it's hard for players it's hard to get motivated it's hard for me and duncan stadiums. for sure oh i know you yes. and duncan are really really feeling it um mm-hmm. but you know from you know, from a personal perspective for me, like it's, it's very hard. It's, this is where I go to see my people, right? Like this is my, going to soccer is my socializing. Like that's, that's like, gets me out of the house. It is my church. You know, I I don't believe in God or anything, but that's, yeah, I believe in the footy gods. So I I um, I believe in a beautiful cross ball. So practically, that's practically like a good hanging cross. Yeah. It's great. It's good stuff. I want to go in there. I was that. I leave that when they nail that cross. Oh, so beautiful. Nail the cross. Um, but look at Kristen go, guys. I know. She's grown so much. Doubling down on the blasphemy. (laughs) Yep. Bless my atheist heart. Brings up an interesting sort of ethical question. What Kristen going to hell? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's obvious. But um, going to go back to the whole like season ticket talk. There, I'd say you know things go well. And by halfway through the season, it's all done. It's all over. It's, they've eventually got to sign off to have like the entire stadium full. Ugh. They then like send tickets out, send emails out saying, "Hey, season ticket holder, your season ticket is now available for you to use for the next you know, ten games." 
would you like to buy those tickets or do you want to just give up your season tickets? What do you do? That's a, but that's if you've an, already paid for I, your tickets. Are you going to force people to make that decision? That's an excellent How long, question. I mean, if the movie, even if it gets pushed back to 2022, you know, things are a little dicey. We've gone through the winter, things kind of got a bit worse. And, eh, and now it's coming up. Yeah, we're playing the season. And yeah, do you want your season ticket or don't you? If and you if don't, you don't take it, back of the lose fucking it. Queue. Yeah. But if you've already paid for your ticket, they can't take it from you. No, but I think, I think, and Duncan, would you get to keep your credit until you're comfortable? Yeah, it's it's not so much that you're being like you paid for it and all that, but um, should you have the ability to refuse it and still keep your spot, even though everyone's allowed to go, mm-hmm. like that, and 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 I, not that's not. Not people miss games all the time for any any number of reasons, right? Like I missed lots of games due to work, and I and wasn't but, suddenly dinged because I wasn't using my tickets. No, no but, but, but Duncan's talking about it's not a pandemic. Them. There's not a pandemic of work. So if they're going to allow twenty five thousand people back in the stadiums, my not using my ticket for whatever reason isn't going to hurt them. No, it's not about that. It's about if you say if they offer if they say okay, so from from August going forward. Stadium's open for business. We'll see you at on the twelfth when we play against. They already Miami. have my money. No, it doesn't matter what I do with my tickets. No, but the thing is, is that if you're not feeling safe going, would you rather give up your tickets wholesale, re- be refunded whatever you've paid, but then lose your spot? So, so use so, use use Duncan's example for for next year. Say, I'm, okay. like, I'm, so, I'm so you have because I paid for my tickets, so they don't they have my money. Okay, okay. Matter. Say you haven't paid for your tickets. Say it's say it's next year. The, the, the they refunded money. You have to make a decision whether you're paying for your tickets for next year or not. And so things like this, aren't this, thing, this fall when they sure, start asking you th- for money sure. again. But things aren't better, and you're not in a position where you're comfortable going to the stadium. You you know, obviously this is very hypothetical. Like yeah, what like you be is able there... to defer further yeah. past what they've already deemed safe because you don't feel safe and you shouldn't be forced to opt in for tickets that up until that point you were not going nobody was going to the games because of a health reason. That's a lot of yeah, I know. There's, a, there's. there's I mean, I don't. See how they will eventually handle this. I don't think. I don't think MLSC is that evil. I mean, they are evil, but they are. I, given given how far they've gone in the pandemic to protect their employees, I would be surprised that this would be the first salvo towards Satan. Um, I I actually expect <laughs> that from uh, 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 Precourt, um, and and he doesn't even own Columbus anymore to gouge Columbus supporters. But he'd find a way. Um, I, I think there's like there's a lot of hypotheticals. My my whole angle with with this situation is, I don't think it's as simple. Even if you greenlight all of Ontario, that does not necessarily mean half the league is greenlit, for the for better or worse. And the thing is, like, yeah. so great, Toronto can host games, but but you know, two teams in Florida they riddled with that are still riddled with fucking COVID cases. Um, you want them coming back in? No, you fucking don't. So, and if you do have them come in, do you want them exposing them to your customers? Absolutely no, you don't. So I, I, my, my thing is a lot more wholesale that even if say the province of Ontario, if MLSC, if the league, I don't know. I mean, it'd be obviously the province is the one that, that, that gives the first signal, but I don't 
I, I think it's a lot more complex than a, than a, just a, a, a stadium, a stadium to stadium, club to club situation. I think it's the majority, if not the entire league, has to be completely safe to go forward. Otherwise, uh, they would be looking at a potential fucking nightmare. And the first sports team that has to shut down because of an outbreak at a game will probably damage that team for longer than everyone else will have to suffer. There are a lot of thorny issues ahead. Oh yeah, this is ugly. Interesting. This is ugly. Yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't think I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get people into games this year. I don't think we're going. Oh, they, they I, of course they will try as but soon I, as it, there's mean, even like I mean, a, a sliver I, of an opportunity. Of course. That's what will. I mean. Like I wouldn't be surprised if if like a couple random games. This could be CanPL, this could be MLS, I, it could be baseball. I don't it doesn't matter. I could see them like we're gonna we're gonna let in, you know, ten percent of the stadium's capacity to come into come to a game. And they'll try it out, and then all of a sudden there'll be an outbreak unrelated to this to the game that'll just shut everything back down again until we get to next year. Yeah. In twenty twenty two. So um, yeah, that's what I kind of foresee. I would I mean the 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 itch to go to a game is super fucking real. Um Oh my god. But I but at the same time too, I'm also been the guy like even in in my in my residence, um I leave the apartment the least. And that includes uh, uh an elderly member who leaves the house at least the apartment a lot more often than I do. Like I've been extra like there's no fucking reason for me to go outside. I am not going outside. I don't yeah. care how badly I want to see so and so go get such and such watch something i am not going out so this would even extend to footy because lord knows i fucking want to go agreed 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 and agreed yep no i think i I think it's unlikely that we'll be uh, able to go to matches or offered to go to matches until the fall if if then i think it's more likely that it'll be next year Mm -hmm. um we'll see what different teams we'll see what mls does i will say yeah as you said they've been they've been pretty good considering who they are um both to the yeah to their employees but also to season seat holders uh for tfc i don't know about other other teams that they own but you know no they haven't asked if you haven't already paid off your tickets because i haven't fully i think i owe them a couple more payments not a big deal but they haven't pushed for that money they've deferred it indefinitely they didn't say well there's big things on the horizon we're going to raise the ticket prices they weren't that tone deaf this time around unlike back 2012 um so they've done some at least reasonable things and hopefully we will continue to see that reasonableness um moving forward as we as you know a people move out of this once the pandemic's gone though once COVID is solved oh it'll be back to square one I'm sure but um mm. yeah all right well, and one... we thought we were gonna end the show 10 minutes ago haha <laughs> in your faces hey, good question Kristen all right I didn't really think it was gonna go on that long um and which is always my which is always my mistake I always think oh this will be five minutes 27 minutes later um with our final question Speaking existentially. 
I do one last thing, though. One last thing in the world of football um, that I think we as TFC fans should be grateful for that we managed to dodge uh, a bullet um, in terms of, you know, everyone's still pretty uncertain about uh, Chris Armas as, as the coach. And, you know, we, we literally have so little idea, but at least they hired him before Frank Lampard got fired. Hey, he's an MLS legend. That guy knows the league. He you knows know the he league. He would have been knows. the next TFC coach. He if knows that had the happened league. sooner. They're probably trying to find a way to get him. That's what I keep thinking. I'm like, I, I have, I have, I had an, I had like a, a nightmare that I was like, we're going to wake up next week. Where Chris His arm is suddenly, on thin ice. He's, he's suddenly the assistant coach. Yeah, let's, Frank Lampert some, has joined somebody, the organization. Somebody hacked that uh, MLS 2021 account and just flowed out a rumor <laughs> about Chris Armas. We, oh. we'll, 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 we'll put this Vera. to use for good. <laughs> I, I would prefer Vieira to Lampard. Ah, come on. Crazy talk. Mm. Um, we we can yes. probably get that banner that uh, the Chelsea supporters made that uh, they, unf- like, I think it cost them something like 1500 bucks or something like that about Frank Lampard as a legend always and forever, something like that. And then they sacked him literally the next game. We could get that <laughs> banner so fucking cheap right now. Yeah. Mm. And it's only partially used. I mean, yeah. shipping would probably be kind of expensive. But oh, no, you know. it's fine. They'll just send it over with Frank himself. Yeah, take uh, it with you guys. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. All right. I can see that everyone's <laughs> as enthused about that as I was. Sorry. Um, all right, well, no that's our show. crisis. I know. That is our show for this week. Uh, so join us next week as we look back at the excitement that was the U Sports draft. So exciting. Yeah. Come on, Larrays and Osorios to York. Uh, find out who blinks in the MLS versus MLS PA stare down. Yeah. See if we're still playing the has TFC signed anyone yet game and more. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Out on the tweet machine at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Be sure to catch me uh, in community theater in my one-man show, Mr. Clackers. <laughs> uh, out there in the Twitterverse, at KidNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Have you cast the cat yet? Or is it like... <laughs> in addition... Uh, four, four of the legs have been cast. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for those of you who continue to support us via Patreon. We appreciate it. We still got shirts. It's in our Zazzle store. You can find the link on our webpage. Thank you very much. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.
All right, kicking off this week's show is a whole lot of CanCon. Thank the footy gods for upcoming tournaments for now and camps so that we have things to talk about. Do you think um, a firecracker is how Doug Ford refers to his penis? Yes. Is that what he was saying the whole time? <laughs> firecracker of the yin-yang. That's yep. just anal sex for Doug. Yeah. Also maybe a little racist. I wonder if, wonder if uh, liberal Perhaps. leader Del Duca calls his a Roman candle. <laughs> okay so back to soccer oh no, chris and you gotta make a, an ndp one now <laughs> no, I well i think you could you, you could easily suggest that andrea would call her bits a whore vat <laughs> wow good night everybody <laughs> so that's yeah. our show thank you for coming asking yeah. i'll post the show yeah. notes you can all just make up your own show it'll be fine yeah <laughs> Damn. So, anyway, the, on, um, the women's national team. Jesus. Nice segue. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>